Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. How you doing, Jenna? I'm feeling, I'm doing good. What did you do at the park today? I played. What did your baby brother do at the park? He slides down the, uh, uh, um, the slide and you hold him. And uh, what was he using? Uh, um, he was using 25. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. All right. That's what the baby's using, right? Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn starting at 65 bucks. So check it out at DrawYouAPicture.com. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 77, brought to you the week of August 26th. Nobody's Listening has, is, and always will be a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host, my name is James, and I am very honored to introduce a very special co-host. You know him as Mike from Mike Thinks News. Hi, Mike. Good day. How's everybody doing? All right. Now, you have to do the guttural thing. Come on. Good day. You like that? <laughs> Thank you. You just made me wet myself just a little bit. Uh, I'm a huge fan of everything just about... I I, I, I love Mike Thinks News. Uh, then it went to Newscast Live. Now it's back to Mike Thinks News. Uh, you can check out his stuff at uh, newscastlive.com, where you can see video podcasts focusing on science, technology, the internet, computers, health, current events, and culture. And uh, this guy puts out a lot of stuff, peeps. So when you subscribe to his stuff, you better have a big ear. That's all I got to say. Mike's doing me a special favor because David, my goofball brother, he's going to the races tonight. So he he couldn't do the podcast. So. They're making a left turn. <laughs> yeah, they're driving in a circle. It's awesome, man. I hope I get some tires after the show. That'd be great. Yeah, NAS, NASCAR. It's awesome. But that's what happens when you have the Kansas Speedway in the area. I don't know that that's where he went. I'm actually probably giving him too much credit. He's probably at a dirt track somewhere with some... Redneck friend of his, but oh, those are fun. Yeah, not that I've ever been. I have, and and they are. <laughs> I'm from Georgia, but thank you, Mike, for helping me out last minute. It was very, uh, it, it is very appreciated, and I appreciate it. My pleasure. I got my show done uh, early tonight, so Excellent. nothing better to do. You know, it was uh, this or help my wife with the laundry. Hey, all right, and he's doing both, folks. So if you hear, if you hear socks being folded in the background, that's that's what the deal is right there. Uh, we always start with an opening story, and so uh, I'm going to read this one. So the place I work at has a problem with its grinder pump. Uh, well, we had a slow day last week, so we had some guys come in and dig it up to replace it for us. They gave us orders not to flush anything or use any of the water in the building. Well, this was no problem. Okay, grinder pump on your uh, sewer system. That's that's probably the grossest 
piece of technology I've ever heard of. But anyway, uh, by 1 p.m., they had the old pump out, and they were working in the hole preparing the soil for the new pump. So apparently you you plant a new pump seed and let it grow, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> Preparing the soil. So put some mulch down there. Uh, at about 1.20, uh, a guy that works for me walks in early for his shift and says, Man, I feel better. I just took the Browns to the Super Bowl. Just then, both my boss and I bolt for the door to warn the poor guys down in the hole, but it was too late. Covered in poo and mud, the man gets out of the hole screaming the S word. I don't even know what that is. So next time, <laughs> he's saying, stank, stank, this stanks. No. Next That's time, super. It's, it's slippery. <laughs> it smells bad. Uh, so the next time you think you have a crappy job, just think about the poor guy in the hole, Charles. Thanks, Charles. Well, that's rough. Oh, I've got a similar story. I was I used to live in uh, in the inner city in northeast Kansas City, and uh, we had a pipe break at a, at an L. A clay pipe just collapsed, and they'd run a camera down and saw the whole thing. And uh, they were going to charge us thousands of dollars to dig up the entire basement and rerun this pipe. And we found a we found this little old man that said, "No, you don't have to do that. See, we'll just go down to the L, and I'll dig a hole straight down in the ground, and I'll just replace that L, and and the heck with the rest of it." And I was like, "Okay, cool. How much is that gonna cost? Three hundred dollars." I'm like, "Oh, you got it, dude." And then he similar story, dug it down there, told me don't use the toilet, and I was working on the internet doing some stuff, and I forgot. And I went in there, and sure enough, used the bathroom, flushed the toilet, and I come out. I was afraid to face him. He's a little tiny old man, but I'm like, people when they have human waste on them, they 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 buck up like the Hulk, you know. And uh, so yeah, he was he was he didn't even tell me. He didn't even correct me. He just looked at me and pointed not, his. <laughs> not happy, huh? No, he just pointed his tool at me like like he was my grandfather. Like he was just saying, you know. <laughs> told you not to do that but anyway you know if we're if we're talking about potty humor here uh <laughs> i heard us i heard a story uh i don't know if you've ever heard of brian brushwood he's a uh, uh-huh. like a street magician he okay. does uh he does street magic uh and he had an apartment back when he was uh younger lived with a couple other guys and they decided they couldn't afford a three dollar plunger <laughs> and so they had they took the the rack or the pipe or whatever holds up your shower, your shower curtain rod. And they would stick that down into the toilet when it got clogged ah. and they'd blow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so uh, their term for it isn't quite clean. So let's just say they called it poo piping. <laughs> One day a friend of theirs comes over, you know, eats some chicken wings or something and has to go use the facilities. He, he goes in there and he hits the flush. And of course things don't quite go where they're supposed to. So yeah. he, he yells out, you know, hey, what, what do I do? And he goes, Oh, you just take this pipe here and you know, we just stick it down in there and you just blow. And so the, the guy asks what he thought was a, uh, you know, reasonable question. Well, which end exactly is which at which point they said, you know, dude, uh, at this point, we're just not really sure anymore. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just because I've done some silly things when I was younger, trying to save money. Oh my lord! But, you can't afford not to afford a three dollar plunger. That's that's can, that's my uh, take on it. I just imagine you need to mark one side of the pipe with some duct tape or something. If you don't have a really bad cold, I think I could figure out which end was which. <laughs> I, I'd just be afraid I'd accidentally get a siphon going there. You know. <laughs> 
And I'm, <laughs> you know, one of those jokers going on there. Going oh, in, you know. Talking about I, going I, down I, the wrong hole. <laughs> time to work a little overtime and buy yourself a plunger. No joke. Borrow one, steal one. I used to play with plungers when I was a kid. Nobody told me what they were. I just knew they stuck to your belly really good when you, <laughs> you pushed them down. And they left the residue. The only thing I hate about plungers is, you know, you get a regular plunger, but then you got those plungers with the extra flap. Yeah. And after you use them, the flap kind of buckles in. Yeah, it turns inside out a little bit. Right. And so what happens? You've got like, you know, 12, 13 ounces of toilet water. Stuck up in that bell. Yeah. Like a diving bell. How are you supposed to get that out? By hand. That's what you do. Or you just get a little bendy straw if you're one of your friends. Hey, uh, Nobody's Listening is sponsored today by Daniel S. He says, just doing my part for the greater good. The greater good. little reference to, uh, what is that? Uh, Hot fuzz right there. Check it out if you're over middle school age. And always from Korea. So thank you, Daniel and Korea, for sponsoring this episode of Nobody's Listening. This show is definitely dedicated to you. Um, Time for uh, a little bit of this. Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. All right, time for a little weekly update. As you know, Mike, we always uh, give a little update on our week. Um, this week, I've got a couple of things. Um, first of all, is at Chick Fil A this week. We are very blessed in Kansas City that Chick Fil A is now coming to our area. Do you are you familiar with that restaurant? I am very familiar with Chick Fil A. Oh, yeah. It is my favorite restaurant. I never get to go to, and do you know why? W- why? I have some temporal causality time thing around me where the only time I feel like Chick-fil-A is it's Sunday. Sunday. I know that's the only <laughs> thing wrong with them. And I'm I'm a pastor. I work at church and the only time I really crave it exactly it's after church on Sunday and I'm like, "Dad, gum those Christian people." I'm really upset with them. <laughs> it's like I I really hope that they all backslide and they go ahead and just forfeit their soul. That way I can have a chicken sandwich on a Sunday. They would honestly, I would honestly eat there probably 5 to 10 times as much as I do if they were open on Sundays because uh, I, I cannot tell you how many times I'm like, ooh, Chico, it's Sunday, crud. <laughs> I do understand it and I respect it and all that kind of stuff, but nah, yeah, I'm very selfish. But uh, we were at Chick-fil-A and brand new one. It's always busy. And, uh, you know, obviously you can take your drink cup up there and they'll give you a refill. And I've seen people do this a hundred times, nothing out of the ordinary, but this one dude right in front of me, I don't know why I noticed it. Well, yeah, I do. He's got a cup in each hand, two massive drinks. He had been sitting near me and I'd kind of noticed him because he just looked a little off center a little bit, but he's like, okay, I've got these drinks and I want to get them refilled. And it was like, it was like a big deal to him. He was taking it very seriously. Um, this one is diet Coke and this one is diet Dr. Pepper. And then he's about to hand him over, but he has a he has a second thought. He pulls him back. He's like, "No, I think this one is is Dr Pepper, and this one is Diet Dr Coke or something." And he's getting co- totally confused. And and they're both drained bone dry. I don't know why it matters. Just give him to him and let him fill him up because you're not going to taste, you know. And it's obviously you and your wife who cares if you get it mixed up. So no, this guy takes him to the head and starts. <laughs> And takes both of them and starts slurping this, you know, whatever's at the bottom of the cup, probably mostly mucus. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay, now this is Diet Pepsi and, and this is Diet Dr. Pepper. Okay, okay. And it was a big deal, apparently, the guy. And what does the guy behind the counter do? He chunks them both in the trash and makes two brand new drinks anyway. So I was just feeling really sorry for the guy. 
he was obviously very anal about his refills and uh, it didn't do him any good. Uh, the only other thing that happened was we went to a, uh, we were traveling this weekend to a little burned out mining town called Rich Hill, Missouri. And on the way, we wanted to get some drinks, so we stopped by a McDonald's. And while we were there, I noticed they had the new uh, Happy Meal toys for the recently released Star Wars film, uh, The Clone Wars, which I haven't seen. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, if you go over to letswatchmovies.com uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago. Ding! No. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> a couple, couple of weeks ago, my wife and I reviewed that fine cinematic <coughs> master. Yeah, piece, piece of something. I choked that down. Yeah. That's what I heard. I, I heard it wasn't great. but uh, I, The beginning of that thing started out with a, uh, with a voiceover. Uh-huh. And I swear I thought that it, Ron Popeil was going to try to sell me a pocket fisherman or something because the guy Aww. came out, you know, a long time ago, is laugh we left our heroes. It was like oh, the man. cheese was leaking. But, you know, go ahead. You were at McDonald's. Uh, well, anyway, the toys look really great. They're bobbleheads, you know, and they've got stuff from the classic ones. They've got stuff from the new ones. And, you know, Yoda looks good. I don't care what movie he's in. Um, so I was going to get one of these. I asked the lady, Hey, I need two large Cokes. I need a small one. And do you sell the prizes separately? Yeah, they do. They do. They do. We do. Which one do you want? And I was like, uh, well, what do you have? Cause I knew better than to, you know, tell them which one I wanted. And she thinks, and she's looking at the display and all the crappy ones. <laughs> well, exactly. But she says, well, and this is, a, got- this is a girl right out of high school, you know, probably 18, 19 years old, has no excuse for this. She goes, we got the hairy one, <laughs> and we got the kid. And I'm like, OMG. I says, she says, which one do you want? I said, well, I know which one the hairy one is. Just because I'm curious, I'll take the kid, because I want to know what the kid is. And uh, she goes they back. Of, they were all out of the trash cans? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh, she 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 pulls them out. And she pulled out both of them to her credit, and she shows me. Of course, it's Chewbacca, a stride, an ATST, and then the kid turns out to be uh, young Anakin, not the child Anakin, the the uh, Hayden Christensen Anakin. Um, but I just looked at her and I I says, "You should be ashamed of yourself," and she laughed so hard. So. The most ungeek person, and she looked the part, but she obviously wasn't. If you haven't seen Star Wars, you have no reason to live. I've got the hairy one. I've got one with cinnamon rolls on the side of her head. <laughs> yeah, I got this round trash can, this uh, ashtray, and uh, I got the Tin Man, the Tin Man, but he's tin man. He, but he's gay. It's the gay but Tin Man. And there's no Dorothy. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> And uh, we got this, uh, got this. I don't know what we'd call Darth Vader. I don't know what he would look like to a layman. I have no idea. Uh, like a uh, a cubism <laughs> something. Or something. Right. A futuristic uh, football player. I don't know. He's got the <laughs> got the helmet. But anyway, so that that's all about. It. That's all I got. The hairy one and the kid. That's that sounds like a bad movie. Yeah, I picked up my kid a uh, one of those Happy Meals, and of course we got uh, Princess. What's her name? Princess Cashmere or whatever her name was. Um, <laughs> my, my daughter calls her the uh, the China princess because uh, she wore all those fancy dresses. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I tried to watch Star Wars with my three and a half year old daughter for the first time. And I thought, you know, this is the time she's ready for this. 
And we, we, you know, the opening scene of episode four, which is where you have to start because those are the real ones. And, uh, that the, you know, obviously the, the stormtroopers come in, you know, they're shooting C3PO and R2 duck through the lasers, you know, and then there's this part where the smoke comes up and Darth Vader steps into the room. That's when Jenna looks over to me and she's like, I think I need to be older to see this. Can we watch something else? <laughs> like, I felt so terrible. I'm like, thank you for doing your own parenting for yourself. You know, I don't even need to be here, but we didn't get to watch it. It was terrible. She's oh, I'm old enough. I had a friend um, that had a kid when Howard the Duck came out. I don't even know if anybody even remembers that movie. I've never seen it, but I do recall, yes. Well, that movie is one of those cutesy, floozy, stupid movies right up until the last 20 minutes where this demon monster from space with tentacles (laughs) comes out. And my friend and I and his four-year-old kid are watching this thing, and this demon monster. I mean, oh it is, it's the worst thing you've ever seen comes out. Now I'm going to have to see it. Until he was 12. You know? <laughs> well, that's like the first time I saw – I was homeschooled. I was like totally sheltered. And I go in, my, in class one day in middle school or junior high back then. They show back, – uh, not Back of the Future, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know, easily the one of the darkest movies of its day, you know, the heart coming out and all this yeah. stuff. And this was my first experience with any kind of movie that wasn't Disney or Don Bluth, you know. And, I mean, The Secret of Nim scared the poop out of me when I was a kid. Barnaby! You know, <laughs> the concrete block is floating! But, uh, spoiler alert, sorry folks. Um, but yeah, so that movie scarred me for life. And, uh, I closed my eyes during the part where he took the guy's heart out and I imagined it. And then later, like when I got in high school, I watched it and they cut to the dude's face. And so when I was a child, my imagination scarred me worse because I heard the sound effects. I imagined the hand bursting into the chest, pulling the heart out, seeing it and all this kind of stuff. And it was totally a lot more tame than I had, uh, thought it was in my imagination well, terrible stuff imagination is it man the first r-rated movie i ever saw was a road warrior oh yeah i don't know oh that was uh that was interesting yeah i didn't even know it was an r-rated movie you know my friend's mom hey we're gonna go see a movie okay yay oh boy was i in for a surprise <laughs> i don't even know what mine was i know the first movie i ever saw in the theater was pg-13 and it was parenthood with uh oh steve allen yeah no yeah, not Steve Allen, man. Steve Martin. Steve Martin, thank you. And it was so <laughs> dumb, and so uh, it was a grown-up movie, not an adult movie, but a, it was for grown-ups. It had, if you were forty and up, you would have enjoyed it at the time. So I don't know what I was thinking. That's when Bill and Ted was still new. So anyway, it's time Excellent. for this. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! Yeah, we do a little thing on our show called the LBB of the week. Every now and then, I like to tell folks it's uh, it's the living, breathing butthead. We all know him. We've all bumped into them. And this week, I've got two. Um, one of them is the mall. Pretty much the mall is the LBB. Mostly because they allow kiosks in the hallways and mostly because they allow salesmen to hound you as you walk past. This past week, we were uh, at the mall walking around, minding our own business. Got a got a stroller with two kids in it. It's me and my wife. And this uh, this dude hounds us and pulls us over, tries, can I ask you a question? I'm like, no, sir. And he starts, to, he won't stop. And so he's he's uh, calling after my wife, something, something, ma'am, I could help you. I would like to braid your hair. <laughs> That's why we came to the mall. It wasn't to go to Old Navy. It wasn't to go down to the department store. Of course, we came to get our hair braided in the middle braiding. of the mall. Ugh. 
So stupid. I yeah, berated for braiding. I I don't understand why, but uh, it was it was irritating. And and then though there was these two ladies, you could tell they used to be hot, but they weren't, and they're still. I mean, they might as well have been hookers because they were trying to sell skin cream by selling their uh, sex appeal. And it was it was well, you know, it's skincare products, and they've got men all over the place. I'm like, the only the only solace I took from it is they're going to be out of business soon. But uh, the the mall is apparently going downtown pretty quick. But uh, that's why I think that's why. Apparently, the skin cream wasn't uh, working that well. No, so they <laughs> they had to work it a little themselves. But I I don't I have you ever bought anything from a mall kiosk? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, probably when I was like you know twenty. Yeah, buy a hat if, maybe if if there was a cute girl working there. <laughs> I might have bought quite a bit. In fact, I do remember there was one mall kiosk where the girl that worked there, I was just absolutely enthralled with. And I, I think I pretty much bought 15 or 20 things I had no use for. <laughs> well, it's different when it's like uh, Dippin' Dots or, you know, the, the honey roasted almonds or something. But, you know, I, I did not come to the mall. I will never go to the mall to get my hair braided. So. Well, I like when you're walking through the mall on your cell phone and, and they go, sir, sir, are, are you happy with your cell phone? No, I'm talking on it because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. The only one I hate worse is yours because you exist. I do have to back up, though, because we, uh, we did buy a phone from a Sprint kiosk one time. Got but see, that's different. That's legitimate, you know. But these guys selling knockoff sunglasses and and these little fountains with bamboo sticking out of them and and some sort of helicopter that they've got to fly right in front of your face as you walk by. That's the kind of oh, stuff I just want to. My knock daughter's out. turtle came from a kiosk. Turtle. Uh, now I didn't buy it, but her her um, cousin bought her a one of those little you know quarter sized turtles. Uh huh. You know he spent like. 10 bucks getting the turtle in the little plastic thing with the palm tree coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they spent that. Of course, me knowing a little bit about reptiles, I went and got a fish tank and a filter and a heat, and then I spent $150 for her $15 <laughs> gift. We still have that turtle. The thing is about the size of a dinner plate now. So. Oh, wow. Wow. That's Small crazy. dinner plate, but it's big. I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, uh, uh, you know, kiosk by proxy. <laughs> I meant to look that up. But uh so the mall is the LBB of the week. And also, um today we went to the park, my wife and I and my daughter and my son, and we uh we try not to leave him behind since he's six months old. Anyway, we went to the park and this guy rolls up about a half hour after we got there. It's him and his daughter. They're gonna spend some quality time together. Uh, it's good to see that this day and age. You don't see enough men doing that kind of stuff with their kids anymore. Not without their wife there right behind them, been, hounding them. You've you been know. talking to my wife, haven't you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble or get you off the couch or off my podcast. So, uh, <laughs> present company excluded. But the, the the man's pushing his daughter in the swing, and, she, and he's doing just a half-butted job. And she's talking to him in this cute little kid scratchy voice. She's about three years old. Hire daddy, hire, but he doesn't hear. Why? Because he's got his dinking cell phone stuck to his ear. It's like take five seconds and talk to your child. Be involved in her life for the love. You know he probably got on that phone as soon as he pulled out of the driveway and waved to his wife as if he was going to be a wonderful husband and father and stuck that cell phone in his ear. Oh, irritating. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Well, at least he wasn't smoking with the other hand. <laughs> well, 
he probably should have he probably could have been but it's just it's just an irritation to me because it's like that little girl's gonna grow up and and uh she's gonna find some boy and uh and and daddy's gonna get his heart broke it's his fault you you know can i can i interject sure lbb absolutely you you may have seen this one because i did this on one of my shows recently but what is going on with the airline industry Um, we were talking they're losing their minds we were talking about the uh the new media expo and you know i went out to vegas you know podcast convention just to talk with people like you and you know we get together and have a little fun uh the flight out was delayed because there was a guy with a wrench the size of a small child banging on the wing when i got there oh but wow the flight <laughs> yeah it's never encouraging right no. you can- <laughs> they tell you to get there two hours early and you know an hour and a half before uh the flight takes off they call you and go it's going to be delayed two hours well a lot of good that does me now i'm sitting at the airport yeah but i so I, I flight out was okay, but on the flight back they pimped everything. It was like the cokes were two dollars. The flight out, the cokes were free. Oh wow! The flight back, same airline. I was actually sitting in the same seat, and they're charging me two dollars for a coke, and they want me to buy a seven dollar sandwich. <laughs> and the thing, the only thing, it just—I know it's kind of petty, but it just aggravates me. Why can't they just charge me ten dollars more for the ticket yeah. and give me a soda? Well, because they can charge you ten dollars more and then charge you for the soda too, and you'll ne- and you're no wiser. That's why. <laughs> oh, you run an airline, don't you? <laughs> uh, I should. But, uh, oh, darn it! Oh, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff chafes me bad. That's why we fly southwest whenever we can, but they don't go everywhere. Well, but, they only go southwest. Yeah, or <laughs> it's hard to get back, but <laughs> it is. It, it is for free anyway. Uh, hey, um, I just wanted to take a second and say hi to the Stickam folks and uh, just say hi to them. As you folks may know, we are starting to record every Tuesday night at 9.30 and putting those shows live on Stickam, S-T-I-C-K-A-M dot com. I've never been quite sure how to pronounce it. Stickham, Stickam, but whatever. Uh, I see a few folks on with us tonight. Bob Jones, how are you doing? Lauren Mack is back. Not a middle schoolers out there, and uh, a bunch of names that I can't even pronounce. I'm not a big username fan. I see Calzart. I've never seen them before. So, Lauren, is everybody behaving themselves in our chat room? Good. All right. Uh, all you stickam people, check us out on nlcast.com if you haven't, if this is the first time you've heard us. But uh, thanks for joining us, and we'd love to see you in our chat room. That would be awesome. And you can find that at nlcast.com and click on live shows. Uh, Zach writes this. He says, even though I'm an atheist, I still like the podcast. Keep it up. I love emails like that <laughs> because atheists, yeah, <laughs> apparently atheists, uh, their ears usually melt when they hear someone that believes in a higher power talk about, you know, poop and, uh, you know, stuff. So I've been listening to you for a long time. And I remember when I first started, I didn't realize um, you know, your full gambit of uh, things you do. Yeah. And then and one show, you go, oh, yeah, I'm a pastor and I'm going to this youth group thing. And, and the next thing I know, you're talking about, you know, fooling your grandma into thinking there was a ghost in the house or something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to admit, I'm a work in progress. And uh, <laughs> that uh, my, my personal, uh, I think my thing is, if you can be bad without sinning, be bad. So I push it as far as I can. But uh, yeah, Zach, thank you. I'm I, I'm uh, I'm glad you're out there. And uh, as you know, I think I don't remember ep- what episode it was. We actually realized that God was uh, is actually Dracula. So uh, you might actually want to change your belief system now that you know how cool he is. 
So go back and listen to the Dracula episode for more information on that. Uh, time for a little bit of this. News. We do have a little bit of news. Uh, just an update on the 100 push-up challenge. Mike, have you heard about the 100 push-up challenge thing out there? I've been following you on Twitter, and you're saying something about working out. Yeah, uh, I don't do it much. But uh, I've uh, 100pushups.com is, is spelled out, 100pushups.com. I found out about it through Lifehacker. And uh, they're telling me that they can get me to 100 push-ups in six weeks. And I do not well, work I, out. I can do that, man. I could do 100 push-ups in six weeks. Now, this is cumulative, right? Yeah, you do one a day, a <laughs> couple exactly. after lunch. That's like my sit-up <laughs> regimen. I do one sit-up a day, half when I get up in the morning, and the other half when I go to bed. Uh, but no, they these guys got you going every other day, you know, doing some reps. And, and I love it because it doesn't hurt. I'm real bad about get overcompensating when I go to the to work out. You know, I'll go down to the Y, and I'm just going to make up for lost time. And then I can't move for three days, and I never want to go back again because I can't even uh-huh. I can't even stand up to pee. I have to sit down like a girl. <laughs> so uh, I can't even undo my zipper. I, my fingers are hurting. But this is great. It's a great way to do it. And I've just uh, started week two. This is my second round. I actually failed the first one because I had to do some camps and wasn't able to keep up with it. Uh, but I'm in the second column now, and uh, I love it because you, you're do, I'm doing more push-ups than ever. I did 15 today, just testing myself, and I couldn't even do four when I started. Uh, Whoa! Yeah. See, I can I can tell you that uh, I have experienced the the terror of going and exercising a little too much. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that beer and testosterone are a terrible mix. <laughs> And that uh, that God has an interesting way of getting back at you. A friend of mine and I were, you know, getting a little little tipsy on on the adult beverages, and we decided to see how much we could um, curl. Oh wow! And so we got more and more and more, and I don't know how much we ended up doing. Who knows? Seventy five pounds, ten times, whatever. Um, a a beer. <laughs> Seventy five pounds of beer. What? No, no, you know, regular, regular, you know, whatever. The, Qualify the your pronouns, boy. Okay, I had a I had a curling <laughs> curling bar. Okay, you know, with those with those old cheap, not the good metal weights. These were plastic weights that you filled with concrete. Concrete, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but we're doing this, and I beat him. Ah, ha, ha, I'm doing. Yeah. I woke up the next day. I could not extend my arms. It hurt so bad. Now, once I extended them and it hurt like you wouldn't believe, I could pull them back in no problem as long as there's no weight on them. So uh, that was Sunday, which was a day for football. And so I go to my friend's house and I couldn't drink at my friend's house except out of a straw because I couldn't lift the glass. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, – yeah. There, there are consequences to my stupidity. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, at least when you do something stupid, there's some fun involved. Uh, when I do something stupid, it, it's just my boring life. But anyway, uh, we're, we're wanting to do a theme show pretty soon. Um, rats, mice, rodents, send your stories in. We're going to do it in the next couple of weeks as soon as I can get David back on a guest host. And we're going to read your voicemail. Actually, listen to your voicemails and read your emails and stuff. Everybody's got a good rat story. Or a possum story, or a little sister story. Oh man, I've got a possum story for you. There you go, dude. <laughs> Wait till next week. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, and then also, you can sponsor a show, folks, if you'd like to, like Carrillo did, like uh, like all of our sponsors have done. You can go to nlcast.com, click on sponsor an episode, and for only ten dollars, you can get your name read on the show and a message. Pimp your uh, Tupperware party. You know, whatever you want to do. You know, your website. Uh, birthdays, anniversaries, whatever, and you'll be helping out the show. 
Uh, it's all about you guys anyway. And then lastly, check out drawyoupicture.com. I'm doing some really fun artwork for some really great people and uh, even doing some stuff for some folks down in Branson here pretty soon. And so I'd love to do something for you. If you're a minister or a biz- small business owner or if you'd like a family logo uh, or you just want somebody drawn in a manga style, that's something I'm working on right now for a guy in Australia, uh, I'd love to hear from you. So check it out at drawyoupicture.com. Let's play a voicemail real quick. This is uh, Joseph. Hey, guys. Um, what's up? This is Joseph again. Um, Blue Definite on the forums. Um, so I have a story here. And obviously, like I'm supposed to do, I will tell it to you. Well, um, good. It's perfect. So basically, preferred. one day I'm watching TV, and I noticed that we've had a plant in the house growing for maybe about a year now. And I noticed that, like, wow, that plant has gotten bigger, like plants are supposed <laughs> to do. And um, I love middle school. So as I'm, like, noticing it, and I'm, like, amazed by the growth, of this plant for the past year. I'm walking and all of a sudden, ow. I, I get a big owl. I just like, I didn't hear it. I made the owl. So, yeah. Um, okay, um, so, crap. <laughs> I just forgot my story. So, I guess if I remember, I'll come back later. But. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let me see if I can put a synopsis. So he was at his house when he noticed that plants grow. What? <laughs> hey, Man, Bob, you, this, what have you been doing to this thing? <laughs> this photosynthesis thing ain't nothing to wink at. I'm telling you. <laughs> Dang, this plant's gotten big. Oh, we've been upstaged. Oh, oh my God! That's the funniest thing I've heard all week. <laughs> and then apparently, see, he hit something and he's forgotten his story. So, Joseph, thank you so much for calling in, buddy. <laughs> if you had called in and actually told the real story, I wouldn't have played that. But that's all I had for him, you dude. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, that was, that uh, was excellent. <laughs> it reminded me of a story, though. I, and we we may not even have time for a feature story today. We've been talking about so many great things. It's been awesome. But I, my grandmother used to raise birds, and when we when we would uh, clean out the pens. Uh, she actually bred them, so there were finches and parakeets and cockatiels and cockatoos everywhere. They had runs and, and flights, actually, everywhere around the house. And we'd dump all this bird seed in a big pile out back in the woods. And um, one day she called us in and she showed us this very unique plant. And she says, I want you to go out there where the bird seed's dumped, and I want you to look and see if you see any of these. If you do, you need to come and tell me. Well, we go out and we look for this weird, strange plant. Well, now through my adult life, I know that I was looking for marijuana. How did I know that's where you were going? <laughs> Apparently, it used to be in birdseed. And uh, she was paranoid that the stuff was out there growing in the... Uh... <laughs> so there you go. Oh, I was man. my grandma was was growing weed, so which I <laughs> which I think Joseph may have been on a little bit there, but uh, that's all right. Hey, uh, middle school drama. Let's do one of those. Who me? <laughs> Who me? All right. We uh, we used to throw away our middle school uh, drama, but now we're using it for the greater good. This is from a new listener and new uh, forum person and a new emailer. He must have emailed me 500 times this week, giving me stuff that I couldn't use for the show. 
um, including a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding 9-11. What a middle schooler is doing with that information, I'll never know. But he writes, hey, NLCast, I just finished my first day of sixth grade. And then five exclamation points. No, make that six. I'm so excited for your upcoming episodes. How old is the real McCoy? If he's out of middle school, could I be the new voice of the middle schooler? Hopefully, I'll have a stupid middle school story soon. Carpe doom. So, Carpe Doom, congratulations. But no, I'm sorry, you can't be the voice of the middle schooler because we're the voice of the middle schooler. Nobody's listening. We give you a voice when no other podcast does, and uh, you pay dearly for it. So, uh, Oh, man, when you said you got 500 emails from him, I thought uh, I thought he was telling you you won the lottery because that's the emails I get 500 of. Oh, man. No, Gmail does a really good job of uh, stripping all that stuff out for me. Pretty good. I actually have six different email addresses, all Gmail piping into one email address, and uh, get very little of that. I gotta give them credit. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna hear a wonderful featured story from uh, Mike. So uh, we'll be right back, folks. www.newscastlive.com. All the news you need to know in just thirty minutes. Hi, I'm Mike James, host of Newscast Live. Like to invite you to check out the show every Tuesday and Friday over at newscastlive.com. We covered science news, technology, health, culture, and of course, the internet. If it's news that's fun, if it's news that's informative, you're going to hear it on newscastlive.com. I always keep it clean, I always keep it informative. And I always make sure we have a whole lot of fun. So come check it out over at NewscastLive.com. You know, if you didn't hear it on Newscast Live, was it really news? www.newscastlive.com If you're looking for a podcast with all the news, NewscastLive.com Featured Story all right, folks, it's that time of the show, the time of the show that you've been looking for. And I've heard it on I've heard it elsewhere and I've heard it here. Mike is quite the storyteller and he has got <laughs> he told me not to build it up. I can't <laughs> help it. Thanks so much. <laughs> you ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna hear the best story you've ever heard since uh Trevor got on and talked about a chicken in a tree. So uh there I just lowered their expectations a little bit. So. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, the, this story is more about a, a story about uh, just how pathetic I was when I was younger. Uh, let's just say that I didn't have a lot of confidence or luck with the ladies. Okay. And, uh, you know, that didn't change until, well, pretty much I got married. And then once I, once I got married, all the pressure was off. All of a sudden, it's real easy to talk to women. I, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there is this girl that I worked with, and we'll call her Diane. And I just, I was absolutely infatuated with her. And one day, out of the blue, she calls me up and says, hey, I got tickets to go play tennis. And not play tennis, I watch tennis. Oh. Uh, because the, <laughs> I got tickets to go play tennis. That's, that's a little I strange. live in Russia. They regulate everything. <laughs> but uh, that, uh, that guy that plays tennis that did the Nuprin commercials, whoever he was, I want to say Jimmy Connors, but I don't remember, okay. um, was playing. And she was all excited about it. And I'm like, I was just freaking out, you know. Girl, I've always dreamed about just asked me out. I love tennis. I love, well, yeah, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, uh, yeah, tennis. Mm. So, <laughs> so 
well, we go out and we watch the tennis and we have a good time and and you know it was, it was okay, nothing spectacular. We go back to her place and we watch some stupid movie. It was one of those girly movies. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, you know, some, those are some stupid. Chick, some chick flick. Yeah. And you know the end of the night comes and I completely wuss out. <laughs> uh, I mean, I completely wuss out. Yeah, good night. You know, I think I shook her hand. I don't remember. <laughs> So, you know, I I go home and it took me about a week and a half. Keep in mind I work with this woman. Okay. Aww. She's like she's like, you know, fifty feet away from me all day. It took me about a week and a half to to build up the nerve to ask her out. So I ask her, Oh, you wanna go see a movie? Yeah, okay. So we go and see some stupid movie, you know, Leonard Part Six or something equally oh, pathetic. Wow. I don't remember. It was just, you know, some generic movie. Mm-hmm. So we go to the movie. We have dinner and a movie. Well, I'm I'm original too. So <laughs> we have dinner. You know, nice little dinner. We have the movie, and I'm just I'm inside. My insides are just you know just gurgling. I can't can't think of what to do. And we get to the, the end of the date again, and she's standing at her front door, fumbling with the keys. You know, give me all the signs that I now know exist. And I completely wussed out for a second time in a row. And so I'm and now you would think that this is the low, that this is the point at which things cannot get any worse. Okay. You're thinking, okay, you're walking back to the car. Now it's a long walk. I'm she's on the third floor, so I walked down three flights of stairs and then all the way out to my car, which is probably all you know, like twenty steps, but it felt like an hour and a half. Mm. So I get to my car and I start the car and I'm just I'm beating my hand on the steering <laughs> wheel. You know, oh, God, I'm an idiot. I'm literally screaming at myself that I'm an idiot like I'm in some kind of stupid B movie. So I'm driving down and inspiration strikes me. Now, this is, this is, this oh, is a boy. perfect explanation of exactly how stupid my inspiration could be. And I pull into a Circle K, which is a little convenience store, and I get out and I call her on the phone and I tell her, can I come back and give you a kiss? Oh. <laughs> A cell phone, so I'm going to call phone. And and this is now, you think this sounds bad, right? It's terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's better. So so there's this. Oh. The only way to describe it is awkward silence. Yeah, crickets, man. <laughs> Hard to imagine, right? I thought maybe Skype had dropped the call. So. I'm talking to her on the phone, and she's she's kind of fumbling and mumbling around. <laughs> it turns out what had happened is I had been talking to a friend of mine oh. and told this. No, I told my friend uh-huh. that I was going to be moving out of state. I had decided not to move out of state. Uh-huh. She thought I was moving out of state. And so she'd always known that I liked her, and so that she thought it was safe to go out on a date or two with me oh. because I was going to be three states away oh, <laughs> in another two mercy weeks. dates. Oh. <laughs> so here I am. She had, she explains this to me on the phone. Oh God! <laughs> so I'm standing. It's like 11:30 at night. I'm standing at a at a, uh, a payphone. I don't know if people know what those are anymore. Yeah. With the, the cheap fluorescent lights with the bugs all buzzing around. And keep in mind, I live in Florida, so it's like, you know, 89 oh, degrees at midnight. Yeah. 
sweating, <laughs> listening to this girl try to gently tell me that she went out with me because she thought she was never going to have to oh see me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, and you had um, lowered yourself so low. <laughs> I worked with her for another year and a half. She came to my wedding. Oh. Um, wow. You know, so what are you going to do? I mean, I, you know, live and learn. And looking back, I could laugh at it because I was a <sighs> pathetic soul. But uh, – Oh, it's just terrible. You know, it and hurts. it's not like I'd never been out on a date before or right, anything. Right, Heck, right. When I was in college, I dated a girl and then I dated her roommate. So, you know, like, I was a dating fool. But, yeah. Oh, then, man. Oh. You know, but uh, that, that, that's kind of a, that hurts. that's just an explanation of just how pathetic one's life can get. And oh. now look where I am. I, oh, that hurts. Now I'm on nobody's listening. I mean, you'll talk about a, a pendulum. Low swing. point. Yeah. No, it's a low point. It's getting worse. Your life is taking a turn for the worse. Oh, oh my goodness. One of the best featured stories from a guest host ever. I got to give you that. If that uh, you get a, a pizza trophy, like Homestar Runner yeah. would say. Or, and I wish I could say I made that up, but that is. That you can't is make up God's stuff like that. Honest truth. <laughs> well, that, I, I think some of the listeners have heard. One time when I was in high school, I asked this girl out and it went perfect. I was like, hey, you got a boyfriend? She says, uh, no. I said, you want one? She says, yeah. And I'm like, all right. And that was it. You know, this stupid kitty way of asking somebody out. Well, it worked really great. So after we broke up with the next girl, I, I was in a public place and I thought, I'm going to try that again. So I'm like, hey, do you have a boyfriend? She goes, yeah, no. And I was like, do you want one? She goes, no. <laughs> Like, dang it. I feel like uh, an idiot now. So I, st- I still remember when I was, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you call middle schoolers? Uh, uh, when I was a middle schooler and the people would talk about, you know, this, this girl's going with this guy and mm-hmm. this girl's going with that guy. I had no idea what that was, you know? You know? Yeah, going <laughs> so, where? I, I went up to a girl that I liked and said, hey, you want to go with me? And she goes, where? Go <laughs> where? Let's go get some water at the fountain. I didn't know it was a euphemism for Jesus. Yeah. Well, and then it, now it's uh, – well, I don't know about now, I'm, but the kids are saying, you know, somebody's talking to somebody or seeing somebody or, you know, talking. I, they're just talking. They're talking to each other. And that means dating now or something like that. So I don't know. It does? I think okay. so. I have a lot of English friends that say they uh, they chat women up. Yeah, so it must be sounds a lot dirtier than it is. It really does. So, but I, you know, I, it's amazing. Uh, just uh, you know, it's a it's learning. You know, getting to know the opposite sex is a learning experience. You know, yeah. dating and and learning about you know building that confidence. I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> Thank you so much. But we've got to do some of this. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I started this new thing where I tell people when their email is going to be read on the show. And uh, so now I'm like obligated to read their stuff. So here it is. It's good stuff. So many to choose from, but I thought I would, uh, I should start here. When the kids uh, were little, we went to Isle Royale, which is an island in Lake Superior, accessible only by boat. We got there on a long ferry ride. It felt long with a three and four year old. This island is primarily inhabited by moose and wolves and mostly undeveloped. Just one hotel at the far end that we never got near. So you have to backpack in your gear. We spent a couple of days wandering around the island. Very beautiful. But we never saw any of the wild critters larger than a squirrel due to the two small chatterboxes that we brought from home. Our last night on the island, we decided to pitch our tent near the shore so we could hear the waves slapping against the rocks. The bridge we were on was mainly comprised of uh, stones about the size of grapes, all smooth, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Um, (laughs) 
So we're wow. down there, and there's bacon in the cooler. Okay. A small but important side note. My son at the time had the most horrendous foot odor, so we always hung his socks outside on the tent line so we didn't have to smell them in the night. I woke up in the middle of the night to hear something that had to be quite large walking across the rocks. It had to be something wild because it was tracking a crescent-shaped path going back and forth about a third of the way around the tent each trip and gradually getting closer. It finally got close enough that it stepped on the tarp, which crinkled. It froze and did the sort of large, nervous, loud snort that large animals make when they get nervous. He reversed, going back and forth in a way in a different direction until we got to our cook kit. I could hear it rattle as he bopped it with his nose or paw. I figured the bacon was history, and I went back to sleep. You must be used to that sort of thing. I'd be freaking out. (laughs) I would sleep for a month. No. Uh, The next morning, we we found bear plops, code word for bear number two, near the tent, and the dishes in the cooler were untouched, but one of our son's socks was missing. We figured the bear found the sock while approaching the tent, grabbed it because of its rotten smell, and because it would be appealing to a a wild critter. The scent screwed up his sense of smell and completely canceled out his ability to smell bacon. (laughs) Oh, that's impossible. I'm afraid that that is is just uh, against the laws of physics. Nothing can cancel the smell of bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We've never let our son, old rancid feet, forget it. Mother unit for the forum. So thank you, Mother Unit for your very wonderful story. Uh, John Dirk from the forums writes, Hello to everyone on NLCast. I've been listening for a few weeks. I started from the beginning, so I haven't caught up yet. Anyway, here's my story. Uh, when I was eight or nine years old, my mom decided to bribe my brother, sister, and I to do some chores by baking a big cherry pie. If we finished our chores in the allotted time, we would get a slice of pie. We all worked our chores while my mom made it. After we'd finished, we had dinner and the pie cooled. My mom told us we could have a piece. All three of us took off for the kitchen as fast as we could to get forks and plates. Instead of uh, one of us getting all of them, we each got our own. Yeah, I can relate to that coming from a family of five. Um, I was the fastest to the fork drawer. After I had my plate, I grabbed the fork and I was taking my hand out of the drawer. My sister was looking down into the drawer to get her fork. I wasn't paying attention. I turned away from the drawer before my fork had completely cleared what my sister's head i had i know i had accidentally stabbed her in the ear she shrieked and started bleeding out but i kept going anyway toward the pie (laughs) wait a minute that's that's a little gross isn't it yeah i was the first back to the porch yeah when you have to stop and put and put your your foot against the side of her temple to pull the fork back out you know it's a little obvious that you made a mistake i was the first back to the porch where we were going to eat the pie but i was not allowed to have any instead my mom made me watch them eat their pieces of pie and then she gave half each of them half of my piece of pie so i learned patience that day love the podcast i'll catch up soon maybe i'll hear this story keep up the good work dirk so. Uh, on the plus side, his sister was a trendsetter having the multiple piercings. <laughs> yeah, five at a time. <laughs> the side of her head, right through the cartilage. Uh, let me do a couple more. Here we go. Hey, nobody's listening. I'm a relatively new listener and a relative. Your podcast helps me get through the pounding out of my master's thesis in anthropology. So who says dummies listen to this show? 
Uh, I really need a laugh after the endless hours of reading and writing. Soon after finding you guys, I knew I had to send you a little story of my own. This event happened to my now husband, then boyfriend, a few years back. He was making his way through college, taking mostly evening classes. The Tuesday night after a long weekend, he set off as usual for his American history class. When he got there, he noticed the attendance was a little sparse. But the professor had said the week before that he would be out late that night, so um, he wasn't surprised. The class started. A professor, who he assumed was a substitute, began showing a movie. The movie had something to do with child psychology, which he found a little strange, but he went along with it. After the movie, the professor announced that they would break into pairs and begin working on a small project. My husband took the paper she had handed out and saw it had something to do with psychology. Uh, I think I'm... (laughs) He's a little slow at this point because I've already caught on. But by this time, he realized something was not right. Okay, good. Uh, but he didn't want to talk and didn't want to walk out of the class and look like an idiot. So he paired off and began working. <laughs> at the end of the class, the professor pulled him aside and asked why he had, she had never seen him before. Busted. <laughs> Always the quick thinker. He said he was considered joining the class but wanted to sit in and get a fill for it first. She seemed quite pleased as he walked out, none the wiser. It turns out he had forgotten it was a Tuesday due to the long weekend, and he had gone to where his Monday class usually met, but he was a day late. Oh, so he, man. He not only did that, he missed his class. I still won't let him forget this moment. Now it's become a long-standing joke amongst our friends. My favorite part is how he stayed for the entire period, even after realizing he was in the wrong class. Great job. Can't wait to hear more Erica. Oh, I did that one time in high school. I fell asleep in my math class and woke up in the next math class and nothing had changed except for all the people around me. (laughs) And so I was going to play it off. You know, I wiped the drool off my face and my teacher goes, honey, she's this kind old black woman called everybody honey. And she's like, what are you still doing here? I'm like, oh, oh it's so enthralling. <laughs> I love your class. Math is my friend. I love it more than tennis. Oh, 8XY equals what? Can what? I come up there and kiss you? Anyway, uh, hey, J- <laughs> sorry, I was picking on you. Hey, James and David, I meant to send this like two months ago, but I forgot. Great. We love you too, Sam. Well, me and my stepdad were riding to work. It was pretty warm outside. We had our windows rolled down, but my hat kept flying off my head. So I rolled up my window about one third of the way up. There was a bird. I already read this, Sammy. Good Lord. Why'd you send it to me again? Well, anyway, wait, that's... Wait, let's back up, back up. You <laughs> you made fun of my kissing thing. <laughs> I love you, Mike. I love you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. No, basically, a, a bird crashed into his car and feathers flew all into his... his, his it's a great story. I just... Oh. I already read it. I'm real bad about remembering to delete these things after I've read them, so... uh uh, let's see. I'm going to throw the voicemails at the end this week. We're about out of time. So uh, thank you so much for joining me, Mike. I appreciate it very much. Tell everybody uh, about your podcast one more time. Oh, my pleasure, James. You know, you, you have one of the funniest and most entertaining podcasts out there. Oh. Uh, next to mine, of course. No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I do. I do a couple. I do uh, a news story uh, every week. Mike thinks news. I do a video cast, newscast live. But I think my favorite has got to be Let's Watch Movies, and it's at Let's Watch Movies. All these, by the way, newscast live is the website. Mike thinks news is the website. But uh, Let's Watch Movies. I do with my wife, and uh, we watch a movie every week and do a review. And the the tagline is um, movie reviews by people who love movies. Just not always the same ones, and ah. nothing nothing could be truer. Did I tell you that I had to go see Mamma Mia? Oh, was and it? that the 
the threat of Sisters of the Traveling Pants 2 is being bantered about. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> the first one was terrible. Did, what, let me ask you this. In a word, was Mamma Mia good or not? Was it Was it even Mom, worth it? Mamma Mia is very worthwhile to go see. Okay. I just must warn you that, uh, well, it surprised me. I, let me say it surprised me. Um, I did not think that Pierce Brosnan could sing. Oh, wow. But man, I'll tell you, I didn't realize how wrong I was. He can not only sing, he, he I should, I should, let me re- back up. Not only can he not sing, <laughs> he sings worse than I imagined he couldn't oh sing. Oh my gosh. He, he, everybody sang in the movie and mm. they gave him one little singing part and it was kind of a talky singing and I thought, oh, that's nice. They had to give him something. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, he has to belt out this song. Oh, Oh wow! It was it was almost as bad as me singing, and but the movie itself was an entertaining, if not predictable, and kind of silly, uh, you know, woman movie. Right. We call those uh, chick flicks where I come from. Yeah, yeah. And, wow, that's neat. Did you know it? Just did you notice that? What's that? Did, you didn't notice that there was no big slap sound. I didn't feel pain on my left shoulder. <laughs> usually, usually when I'm doing a podcast and I say that, yeah, someone someone sitting to my left slaps me. Oh <laughs> wow! So, oh, this is pretty cool. This whole, this Skype thing. You can't reach me from over there. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. That's why my wife sits across the room when we podcast because she has to get up and and carry herself over here and uh, slap me upside the head. Um, well, Mike, I am definitely going to be checking out Let's Watch Movies. I have not. i got to admit, I haven't uh, gone over and done that, but it sounds awesome. If you will promise me that you will check out Geek Loves Nerd, the show I do with my wife. Oh, absolutely. Deal, deal. Okay, because, yeah, it sounds very similar, except we talk about everything but movies, just about, because we never get to go see any with a with a uh, preschooler. But uh, as we're leaving, just want to remind everybody, check us out online at nlcast.com. Call us at uh, 816-298-0823. Email your stories and comments and all that good stuff to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com, America's longest email address. And uh, leave an iTunes review. We've been at 230 reviews for far too long. I would love to see 231 this week. So if you have not done us the honor and the privilege of doing an iTunes review, I would love for you to. Uh, and tell a friend. Make sure you spread the gospel of Kennison to everybody that you know. And I want to say thanks to our sponsors, contributors, our guest host, and everyone who listens because you guys make it worthwhile. And uh, we'll see you next week, even though the truth is nobody's listening. All right. And that's the show. It's all done. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Okay. I just didn't know if we're, we're not going to do the song, you know? This oh. is the ending song. <laughs> I haven't done those in a while. I, I've no, been thinking, I know. I've been thinking about, <laughs> bringing, be thinking about bringing them back. But, uh, yeah, if, if you can sing better than Pierce Brosnan, go for uh, it. Not, not much. I'm great at lyrics, at least if you like Weird Al Yankovic. But that's ah. about it. <laughs> yeah, so a buddy of mine calls me, or actually emails me and says, you know, I want you to be on our show called Nobody's Listening. And actually, if you would be able to, and I email back, and I'm like, man, I would absolutely love to. And then he's a punk. He emails me back and is like, you know what? Sorry, too bad, so sad. I'm an Indian giver and would love to invite you to do stuff, but in reality, I really don't want you. So I thought that was a whole um, so anyway, that was my story, and I will talk to you all later. Bye. James and host du jour, this is Fred from Long Island, and I am 
currently listening to episode 34 with Scott Johnson, uh, going back in time. And you talked about, uh, first of all, I see that in episode 76, you titled it You're in Sample, and you talked about that in episode 34, so that's a little strange. Um, the other thing is you talked about um, your old bathroom or something where you had these mirrored squares uh, on the wall, floor to ceiling, and it was very weird, and you made a reference to how the 70s kind of crept in to the 80s at that point. Well, in the house I lived in, actually it was a condo in um, from 72 to 79, we had an entire wall of our family room or dining room or whatever it was. One of the rooms in the house, my parents decided to decorate an entire wall with those squares, and it was pretty common at the time, actually. Uh, so thanks for reminding me of that. And boy, that must have been a pain to get rid of when they sold that condo. But uh, anyway, enjoy the show as always, and talk to you soon. Hi, James. This is Turquoise Tosox from the forum. Um, I was calling to tell a story. Uh, you say you have a gift and you used to use it for evil, not good. Um, basically, I did the same thing. Uh, okay, so I call my siblings. I have six of them. I call them my kids. They're all way younger than me. And um, one time my friend asked me, he was like, uh, you know, you always call them your kids. Are any of them actually yours? And I looked at him and I was like, yes. Yes. I was very serious. And I spun this whole story about how my four-year-old sister was actually my daughter. And I had this huge long story where it was basically like um, it all coincided with why we had moved and blah, 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 blah. And he totally believed me for like, three weeks, and I had forgotten about it. Like, it was to the point where I had forgotten that I had even started telling him this. And so we're sitting there, and he's, um, I'm sitting there holding my little sister at lunch one day with him, and he just kind of looks at us, and I was like, what? And he's like, y'all look a lot alike. And I look at him, and I go, oh, my God, no, he's not. she's not my kid. She's not my kid. I can't believe you still believe that, blah, blah, blah. And he just looked at me, and he's just like, I hate you. And I was like, yeah, I know. I can't believe you believed it that long. Yeah, but it's funny. Anyway, um, I love the show. You guys are great. Uh, peace. Hey, David, this is Mondo here. Just calling to say hi and uh, miss you, buddy. Well, uh, later. Bye. Hey, Freddie. Okay, you have to listen to me. Um, today, I had the most amazing experience ever. Okay, and, and I'm totally tripping right now because... Um, um, well, okay, this is how it started. I, I got in my car, and, and I done the little thing, and I, and I drove, I drove to Mount Air, right, right, Mount Air, Mount Air, North Carolina, and, um, and I got there, and, 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 uh, and everything was cactus. Those cactuses everywhere. Those buildings were cactuses, and cactuses were spread, and, and there was, uh, people were smoking cactuses, and, and those, those little green prickly ones, and, and those, um, uh, those, like, those people holding, holding them, and, um, those like uh, uh those yellow cactuses and red cactuses and blue cactuses and one fish two fish and and everything like that and and then and and then and, and, and I turned into a cactus man I'm a cactus right now it's crazy well see you later Freddie Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data 
passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.